Welcome everybody to Randomly Speaking with KP and Rain. Let's get to it. Hello. Hey everybody. So, new content? Yeah, sure. Do content. Okay, so um, surprise. Hey. This is something different. And it's not on a Friday. Yay. Okay, so um, Rain had this idea, right? We love movies. I have ideas. Right. Tons of ideas. A lot of very good ideas. But we both love movies. But we have um, she prefers like older classic movies. And I like, well, we we like all movies, basically is what it is. Not really, but okay. I mean, we, we're movie fans, right? For lack of a better term, we're movie fans. We, we like, like movies. movies, yeah. Right, I think, so yeah. she had this idea to, we should do, like, not movie reviews, but just um, a sort of, like, mini podcast around our love of movies and what form that will take. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start off in the 80s. Genre, because those were our formative years, right? When I was a young... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead, finish singing. No, 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 no. You no. ain't gonna finish? No, no. But like back in the days when I was young, I'm no, not a kid anymore. I was thinking about more like Lion King when I was a young warthog, but... I yeah, you don't want to call yourself a warthog. Yeah, that's no. really insulting. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> no, no. You know, I, I mean... Now, I can sing, oh, yeah, it can yip, 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 you know... Anyway, I digress. Um, movies. So, movies, right? But particularly 80s movies, right? Because 80s movies, at least in my mind, like, they hover right on that fine line of trash and treasure. There's a lot of really <laughs> trashy 80s movies that I love. The right? 80s movies were very problematic. Well, and that's that's part of what we're But we don't know do. that until right. now. But right. then, we didn't see it like that. But they were great. So, what we're going to do is we're going to start off, we're going to go based simply on our memories, and we're going to talk about said movie, so there'll be a movie each podcast, we're going to speak about our memories of that movie, what we liked about it, what we maybe didn't like about it, etc., etc., and then we're going to take a break, we're going to watch the movie, and then we'll come back, and we'll see if the movie holds up, if it does hold up. Does it hit us a little different? Which I'm sure it will. Um, is it problematic? Right? And I got a feeling a lot of these are going to be real problematic. Oh, uh, Revenge um, of Nerds is definitely problematic. Yeah. 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 I, I got a feeling I got a feeling that a lot of the, uh, like, Porky's, those kind of things, I think got a feeling a lot of those are going to be problematic. But some of them are going to be iconic, right? Maybe. Um, the one good thing about 80s movies, especially comedies, a lot of rated R comedies. Which you just don't see anymore. Everything's fucking PG thirteen. Yeah. Which I hate. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Like I mean, like but it's okay. Like remember all the Marvel movies were fucking PG thirteen until Deadpool came out with Air and then like people were like yes, this is what the fuck you want. That's right? what you need for Deadpool. Right, but it's like we need that. Like also I need, need that for Wolverine too. Right, like all them know? fucking X Men movies. Wolverine just pulled the claws out and didn't do dick with them, and then you get Logan and he chopping motherfuckers' body parts off. All of us who are fans of Wolverine, that's the Wolverine we know. Wolverine's violent, man. He cuts people to shreds. I digress. I digress. 
<laughs> so I wouldn't go say shit. Yeah. Um, train was off the tracks right there already. Okay, it's just us. We this is what we do. So today's movie is Adventures in Babysitting. Yay! Starring Elizabeth Shue. Shoot. I didn't know who Elizabeth Shue was when I first watched this movie. Okay. But no one knew who she was. Well, I guess you're kind of right, right? That was probably like one of her first movies. Um, you would think we would do some kind of research, but that's not what we do. No, so. no, because we're, we're not here to give you like, if you want to know, if you want to The movie in-depth, came out in 1986. Seven. Seven? 87. 87. Right. There has there, been a remake. There was a remake. Came out in 2016. I have no interest in watching that whatsoever. I didn't even look at the trailer. I saw the poster. And I was like, and I, I hate was like, this, this already. looks like trash. Right. But okay. is it just because we have fond memories of the old Adventures in Babysitting? Probably. That's probably what it is. So, Definitely. I don't what, what feel do some you, of these movies should be remade. No, I don't. That's true. What too do many you, remakes. What do you remember about Adventures in Babysitting? The little girl with the pigtails. With the Thor hammer? Yes. Yeah, she was a huge Thor fan. Yep, I remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, uh, the blues people? I don't remember that. You don't remember them going to a bar? I do remember them going to a bar, but that I like. I don't know if that's from Weird Science, because I definitely remember <laughs> them being in the bar from Weird Science. It's both. Right, but that was a theme, like underage kids being in a blues bar. Because that was like the roughest thing a suburban white kid could do in the movies in the 80s. That's that's really traumatic for them, apparently. I guess. What else do I remember? I think she had a boyfriend. And she caught him cheating. Or they saw mm-hmm. him cheating. I do remember that. Um, the car was fucked up at the end. Yep, I remember that. Um, I remember the, the, the iconic, for me, the iconic scene. In the um, in the L. The train. On I the don't train. remember the train at all. You don't remember the train? Wait a minute, did That's... somebody get stabbed? The, the the gang came up towards them. Right. And the old boy, the uh, the older uh, boy that she was babysitting, mm-hmm. had a crush on her, obviously. Right. That's what all Who of these things are about. Who was old enough to babysit himself, but you right. know, whatever. But you know. And so he's trying to show that he's a man, and so he stands up to him, and the guy... Pulls out a switchblade and throws it into his toes and tells him, don't fuck with the Lords of Hell. I always remembered that. And she she reaches down and pulls the knife out of his toe and says, don't fuck with the babysitter. And they back off miraculously. Now... A lily white girl they backed off from. Because they pull his switchblade. Like, they all got switchblades. Right. But she pulls out the one and all of a sudden then y'all just gonna be like, oh, don't want to mess with her. The fuck out of here! <laughs> that does not happen. Yeah, in real but no, life. that's this no. So that little girl climbing up on on that building also does not happen. Well, like okay, so that stuff we can pick apart afterwards. Oh, right? I plan to. Like, but what did you like? What did you like about the movie in the eighties? It looked fun. It looked like okay. First of all, I didn't have babysitters. Okay. Well, you did have babysitters. Consider, they were called family. Right. I don't consider right. family babysitters. Yeah. Um, See, same here. Mom, parents weren't going to pay for no damn babysitter when we got aunties and uncles and grandmama. And I think that a lot of, I think a lot of um, black kids in the 80s had similar experiences to us. Of course. Like, why the fuck would I pay for a babysitter when your 
uncle, auntie, older and cousin. Trust and believe, if you had an adventure with your family, it wasn't no made-for-TV shit, okay? No, it was, it was some, somebody almost died. It was some some bullshit happening yeah, because they wouldn't bring a child into something unless it was like life-threatening or couldn't be helped. Yeah, like the, the adventure you had normally didn't end well. Right, there was no happy ending. Nope, nope. But so, maybe that that maybe that was the attraction for it. Like I'm trying to think back to that time. I mean, I was younger, 87. I was like nine years old. Okay. So like I'm nine years old, and I'm bookish. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm introverted. Uh huh. And so for me, it was um. It was an adventure, right? It was something different. Right. Like it didn't matter that the kids were white. Because I didn't have all of that baggage like the world hadn't really shown me what it really was right. yet. When you're young, you don't, right. you don't understand. To that. You just enjoy it for what it is. Right. And so, Not until we get older that we just like, oh, that's white shit. Blah, blah, blah. Right. This, and also, also because I was nine, I didn't, I didn't really relate to the older boy who was like, I, just, I thought the babysitter was just like just some random white chick. She looked old as fuck to me. Like I related to the chick in the uh to the girl in the helmet in the right. Thor helmet. Right. Like that's I was like, yes, like let's do some shit like that. Although I have to admit, when she climbed up that building, I'm like, bitch. Ain't no, no way. No. There's no not way. Not I. Cause I understand if I fall from here, I'm gonna die. I've always been well aware. Like I'm not I'm not fucking with climbing no building. I'm not King Kong. So as a kid, what mm-hmm. would you have rated the movie? So uh so out of five trains, you know what I'm saying? Since the yeah, so five train system, right? Oh Jesus Christ! This okay, one, All right. so as a kid, this was a solid three and a half trains. Three and a half. Trains. Yeah, three and a half trains. A it wasn't. It wasn't. It, so four trains would be five trains would be like amazing. Mm-hmm. Like so, for me, five a five train would be Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Like that would be five train worth. It's, it's got to be like, or ET is a five train mm-hmm. movie to me. That's right. like classic. Loved it. You know, made me cry. All of that shit. You know, which ET did. Um, okay. Not Star Wars. Um, so, <laughs> well, not Return of the Jedi. So four would be excellent, right? Okay. I never thought of Adventures of Babysitting as excellent, but it was always good. But it wasn't just like middling good. It was pushing towards excellence. To me. Uh, okay. To my nine-year-old brain. Alright. Um, it's it was, something to be said for a movie where I still remember a scene from it 30-something years later. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it did something right. I give it a three. Three trains? Three trains. Okay. Why? What's what's your thoughts on it? What were you... It was funny mm-hmm. then. Um... You know, it was entertaining. Okay. I didn't really, like, gel with it like that. But I like the movie. I've seen it several times. Okay, so... I haven't seen it since... Last time I watched this movie, it had to be at least 2000. So, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Right. But you were still you were still grown when you last watched it. So, I mean, that's that's a successful movie. Where it holds on to you for at least 10 years. 
Yeah. For a rewatch, yeah, I think I think that that's a handful of times within ten years. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's like like I said, it's not a classic. No. Right. It's not a classic. It's not something I'm going to reach for. But I think that this is an interesting case study for for this type of format mm -hmm. because I think that we both think that it was you know good. Yeah. You know, like it was it was it was better than fair, right? It was Definitely. A, it was a, it was a good fair, it was yes. a good movie. It wasn't excellent, but it was good. I think it was a little bit better for me than it was for you, mainly mm -hmm. because I could relate to one of the characters a little more. I can't even tell you how old I was when I seen it. So, well, I saw it I in mean, the I, I saw it in the movie when it came out. Well, I saw it in the movie, so I I, it, I was I was nine, ten years old. I was like eight, nine years old. I don't know when I saw it. Yeah. I don't know if it was at the movie theater or not. I don't. I remember I saw it at the movie theater. Okay, so um, we'll be back. Yeah, after the break, we're gonna we're gonna go veg out. Watch the movie, and then we'll be back to let you know if it holds up, and if it does hold up, how does it hold up, and if, now here's going to be an interesting thing, will things about this movie catch us different? Will we find other things funny that we didn't find funny the first time? Stay tuned. You just can't keep your foot out your mouth, can you, boy? Let me help. Don't fuck with the lords of hell. Yeah. Don't fuck with the babysitter. Adventures in babysitting. Let me. Okay, look. Okay. What an adventure. It was. You know, I didn't remember some of those things happening. That was a lot of activity it, in one night. It, look, let me just say this. I remember the girl. The climactic scene where the girl's on the outside of the building. The house. No, the building. Oh, you mean climbing up the... Um, the windows, right. The window. That, there's there's an iconic bend, building in Chicago. That it's diamond shaped with a slanted kind of face. That's the... Per, per, it's, not, uh, no, it's not Prudential. Okay. Prudential, no. Prudential 1 has the tall antenna and Prudential 2 looks like a... Uh, it has a spire. The but it's near the is, Prudential. Okay. That's the building that used to have the writing on it in the 90s when yeah. the Bulls and Winners said, Go Bulls and all yeah. that. Right. Any, There's if no way that little white girl in a, in a in the real world, if that little white girl yeah. had climbed up there out that window. Well, let's, okay. okay. <laughs> so are we, are we judging movies on real world scenarios now? Cause I'm I, just this, telling you how I feel about the movie now. Oh, okay. This is just, I'm just like, why did that little girl climb out that window? Because. And then her little precious little red shoes to get these floppy ass soles saved the day. She didn't well, fall her, off the like, building. I mean, look, if we're, if we're going to, if we're going to, like, okay, we have to make a decision here, right? Are we going to judge the movie based on it as a movie or are we judging it based on real world? Because both. if we're if if no, because if we're gonna judge movies I based on real, I, I can't do one or the other. I no, no. Let, well, let me let me let me point out okay. the the trouble with that. Okay. If you're gonna apply real world rules to anything that happened, they die when the tow truck operator picks them up. Oh. He shoots them and rapes them and dumps Maybe. their bodies, right? Or Maybe. or they die in the gunfight that he gets into. With his cheating wife, yeah, right. Definitely, they, they died there. They would have definitely right. died. Then the they, dude then shot they... at the car. He shot at the so these these through these the window in the house. The babysitter, the dude. yeah, the 
The babysitter and the kids are dead there. Yeah. Right? The second time they die. Third time they die is when the guy's still in the car and they're in it. He kills them right away. Exactly. Right? The fourth time they die the is when he... carjacker with right. the micro braids. With the micro... With the micro braids. <laughs> yeah, micro Now, wait. We're watching. I'm like, are those micro braids? No, those aren't micro braids. I didn't know they had micro braids in the 80s. But those are definitely micro Those are micros, braids. right? Okay. I, I okay. thought I was tripping. I was like, those are like micros. They was okay. cute. So His hair was cute. He but... was laid, right? So the four, wait, how many times they died? This is the fourth time they died with yes. the with the with the uh, car thief. The fifth time they died is when he brings them back to the chop shop, right? Right. The sixth right. the sixth time they died is when they fall off of the beam when they're walking out of the chop shop. The yeah. seventh time they died is when they start chasing them because they run them over with the car. Yeah. There's no way the little kid's gonna outrun a fucking vehicle. No, not at okay? all. Okay. So like, if we're gonna apply real world shit. To what's going on? I, I'm so we sure can't. we missed some other some right, other ones because in the real in the real world everyone dies. So I think that for the purpose of this, we should not apply real world logic because it's a movie. I can't do that, but okay. I mean, like, but then like the whole movie is they should have died. Well, okay. we got that was out the way already. Those are the moments <laughs> there are where they so should have died. There's so many more. There's so many more places where they should have died, okay. including like I didn't write the movie. Right. Well. There's, there's all like I'll, I will say movie magic, okay. Movie magic, right? Movie magic. Yeah, movie, movie magic. Yeah, sure. Why? I don't know. So let's begin at the beginning. Oh Jesus Christ! As most things do. <laughs> oh, Opens man. with some weird dance. She was feeling herself. This was her big date. He In was taking such her an to 80s the, way. Yeah. He was taking her to the uh, restaurant. The fancy the French restaurant. The fancy rest- French restaurant. Oh, you yes. know? She mm-hmm. was doing ballet. Then mm-hmm. she started doing a tango. Mm-hmm. This oh. bitch got on top of her bed. Four parts of bed for some reason. I have no idea why. Yeah, because that's what little girls in the 80s. Well, teenagers in the 80s have four parts of bed. I know grown women who want four parts of beds. Well, or I canopy mean, beds. Yes. What is it with women in four parts and canopy okay, beds? Okay, well, look. Is it like this whole Victorian idea of being a princess? Pretty much. Ah, okay. All right, makes sense. It looks romantic. It looks... Oh, look, I know... Interesting. I've slept with women who had four poster beds or canopy beds. Mm Mm-hmm. All you do is stub your toes in your sleep. I mean... (laughs) Could you imagine when that was just the norm? <laughs> well, back I mean back, back then you was, the back then you were sleeping 1700s on straw. And shit. That wasn't the norm. That was only the norm for rich. Yeah, well, I know, mean that's the only kind the, of books the, I've read, but you know. Yeah, but I mean, but the norm for people was like a sack filled with straw. Yeah. And bed bugs and vermin. Okay, back to the movie. Okay, sorry, I'm just you know. <laughs> so. So she yeah she's swinging around she's feeling herself she's so happy she's so happy and then her He's date pulls her up. Out. In a shitty Camaro well, with the I mean, license plate. I'm sure plates. back then it was awesome. So cool, right? So, so cool. So this this so is the, this is the part, right? Like, cause I remember being a kid, right? And I remember seeing that car, not in the movie, but seeing that car. I'm thinking, oh, that car is so cool, right? right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, that car is a piece of shit. It's not <laughs> practical it's at all. It's not even about practicality. It's just a piece of shit. Yeah, well. It's just a piece of shit. Like, it is. Like, there's a lot of, like, not all old cars are pieces of shit. Was the Knight Rider car a Camaro? It kind of looked a, like that. It might have been a Camaro. Oh, it might have been a Trans Am. I don't mm. know. Anyway. I don't know. The Knight Rider, <laughs> but, but first of all, the Knight Rider car, don't call it the Knight Rider car. Kit. Call it Excuse by its proper me. name. Sorry. Okay. Forget. Okay, Kit had a voice. Kit had a voice. Okay, Kit was just a basic everyday. Kit had Siri before Siri was Siri. 
Kit, Kit was, was the original Siri, series, right? Before Siri was Siri, definitely. Okay. Let me tell you how Kit I don't was want a no talking cars. Kit was mm-hmm. a Tesla. Ah. Could drive itself. Look at that. Auto navigation. That's where he got the idea from. You can't tell y'all, me nothing. Y'all think, y'all think Elon Musk was a, so brilliant. He, just, he was doing drugs back then, too. He just ripping off 1980s fucking TV shows. Anyway, back to Miss Elizabeth Shue. Yes, with the big hair. As and the boyfriend in the shows is. up. And it's Bradley Whitford. Okay. That means He's nothing. a character actor. You'll recognize him. Definitely. He, he was would. on the West Wing. If I, I remember. didn't watch that show. But he normally, yeah, I he do normally, remember him from that show. But I He normally plays it. either... Um, a dick. Yeah, he kind of plays a dick a lot. Mm-hmm. Kind of got a he kind of got like a hateable face a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so he shows up. He's Mister So Cool, and he comes up with the brilliant excuse of my sister's sick. <laughs> I can't take you to. The I place can't take. Why you didn't call her? You could have avoided that whole entire thing by just calling her and telling her that your sister was sick. By the way, obviously older than her. Yeah. Obviously, probably like 20, 20 21. She's seventeen. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the whole. Pedophilia well, thing going 17 on? is legal in a lot of states. And he was only like a couple years older, but still. And uh, her parents approved of it, so. Yeah, well, I mean. We never saw her parents, though. No, wait, we did. We saw the mother. The mother, yeah, I saw Gave her the her the car, right. But, I mean, still, like, you know. Uh, she was 16. Is it creepy then? Yes, it's definitely creepy. So, only a year difference? Yeah, a year counts. Especially for women. Well, yeah. but see, like, to me, a parent's approval doesn't count. Well, she approved. Where's the threshold? Yeah, but where's the threshold, right? Because the parents can approve, and he could approve, and the, the parents, girl could the approve. Would, but if she's fifteen 25. or sixteen, over twenty-five for her so parents, 24, maybe. 24 and she's seventeen. I don't know her parents. No, I'm just saying. But like, I'm since we're gonna go down this little rabbit hole oh, for a second. Jesus Christ! Right. So my say, daughter, no, not at well, all. Well, I mean, but like, where's where's the line? Is what I'm asking. For a seventeen-year-old daughter of mine. I say you get two years. Two, I say maybe you get three. Two, I, think, I say you get two years. Unless she's 18, then I'm not going to approve of anyone pretty much because that's who I am. Right. Right. That's but <laughs> if she's if she's 18, she can make legal decisions. She can make legal decisions. Right. So I'm going to have something to say, nothing, say but I ain't got, you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to like what I have to say. I'm you ain't going to like what I have to say, but, I, but like 17, you're still a child. So we're still sticking to real world situations. No, I'm just, you know, since she wants to be Miss Real World. But you're right. I digress. That just yeah. got me off on the thing. Um. Anyway, so he's obviously older than her. He's Comes up with the lamest excuse. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she's crestfallen. Crestfallen is a good word. She looked so sad and despondent. Because <laughs> she was really into the guy. And then he asked her. You're disappointed, aren't you? Yes, motherfucker, I am. Don't you see me in my dress? And my hair is laid? And you, what, standing me up? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So now, poor Elizabeth Shue is resigned to a life of drudgery in suburban Chicago. Oak, Oak, what? Oak Park. Yeah, Oak Park. Oak Park. I always want to live there. Oak Park. Oak Park's beautiful, actually. Yes. Been through it many a time, Mm -hmm. just walking. Mm-hmm. A lot of famous Frank Lloyd Wright yeah, architecture out there. Looking at the houses. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Um, Percy L. Julian, the guy who uh, synthesized progesterone for birth control. Black really? chemist. Mm-hmm. Him, and, him and his family, they moved out there and um, 
Yeah, the racists didn't want him there. So it was like all kind of Ku Klux Klan threats okay. and shit like that. train going backwards. Just saying, just the history of Oak Park. Anyway, Thank Oak you. Park's a beautiful place. Yes, it is. I've been through there plenty of times. I knew people who lived there. Um, Western suburb, just beautiful, beautiful place. Um, so she's ends up babysitting because mm-hmm. she ain't got nothing to do. Right. Oh, first her friend comes over. Yes. Brenda. 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 Who does not have a baby. Does not have a baby. But Brenda. Big purple rim glasses. Mm-hmm. Very plain girl. Without her glasses. Very, very plain girl. She's mm. she's the duff of this story. I guess. Yeah. She's definitely the duff. Um, duff is designated ugly fat friend for those of you who don't know. I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, sorry. She's the duff of the movie. And Brenda comes in, but she's also the practical friend. Mm-hmm. Like, so... Amazingly, poor... she gave great advice, but... She, right, right. she took her own advice, and it was <laughs> not great advice. Horrible advice for her. Brenda herself. wants to run away. <laughs> right. She well, hates her stepmother. Brenda hates her stepmother. And so she wants she... to put Drano in her coffee. Mm-hmm. So, let's... So... Elizabeth Shue goes and she ends up babysitting for a family that her parents know. Mm-hmm. And she's babysitting the youngest daughter who's obsessed with Thor. Sarah. Sarah, right. Okay. I don't remember her name. I remember Little her girl, name. long hair. She looks like Thor. Like, she, like if you were a little white blonde girl and you were obsessed with Thor, you were dressed like that. And I'm not talking about Thor that you know from the Marvel Universe. I'm talking about Thor from the comic books. So, red cape, kind of blue body armor, long, flowing, yellow locks. And this weird-ass, goofy... Yeah, she had she everything. She had the hat. She had the she hammer. She had the hammer. She was set. Her room had Thor yeah, everywhere. Thor posters everywhere. She was Thor the fuck it out. It was so bright and colorful yes. in her room. Yep. Yep. Primary colors. Red, oh my God, blue, my yellow. Oh, my God. My pet monster. Right. Did Optimus Prime in the corner. I did peep that. I did. And it was the old-school metal one. Yeah. Right, not that plastic shit, the old, like the dangerous shit with the mm-hmm. lead paint on it. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, 80s. <sighs> dangerous toys. Um, so, um, the brother is, of course, madly in lust with Eli- the thought of Elizabeth's shoe. Definitely. The brother's 15, I think they said. He was 15. He was supposed to be going to uh, stay with his friend. And he decided he not decides to because not to. the high babysitter is at home. And he wants to get that. He want to get a chance at that babysitter. Pussy. I don't understand why he thought he had a chance. I because really, hope springs eternal. Okay, hope. And also, you hope know, floats too. That's a movie. You, <laughs> not an eighties movie though. No. Um. So of course he stays because we need him for the story. Of course. And then we need the friend because the you know the friend is what you drives us. You gotta have us. the friend, the comedian sidekick. Yeah, right. Right. Who also provides a little bit, a little more than comic relief. Yeah. So we have our setup, and now we need the impetus for our adventure to begin. And Brenda provides it. I ran away. I took a cab. It cost forty dollars to the bus station. <laughs> who takes a cab to the bus station? Where was she gonna go after that? And who runs away with, with only nothing. forty dollars? With nothing. What? With where was your plan at? And then you call your friend, right? Who's babysitting? Come get me. No, you should call your parents. They'll kill me. Uh, bitch, you about to die for real. Right. Which one so, would I rather like, have? Right. So. My parents yelling at me. Okay. Because that's all they were going to do. Meanwhile. Be logical. While she's begging her friend to come get her. A dude is literally 
flashing a gun at her. We don't know. Like he's trying, like like he's trying to flash, like like a flasher with flashes, dick at a chick. Yeah, yeah. Like he got he got the trench coat and everything. He's like he, he like he creepy as fuck with it. She's in a phone booth. For those of you who don't know, a phone booth is like this tall rectangular <laughs> glass enclosure that has this thing in it called a payphone that you used to put coins into. It's also known as a TARDIS. <laughs> also known as a TARDIS, right? If you're a Doctor Who fan, right? right? And um, they have the red ones in uh, Harry Potter. Right. Actually, a TARDIS is the police station, actually. No, I don't care. Right. That's but, what they call yeah. it, though. No, the TARDIS is, I think, I don't know. Don't get me lying. I'm not a Doctor Who fan. Me neither. <gasps> By the way, a lot of nerds would like revoke my nerd card for that. Why? I don't know. Every nerd doesn't have to like say. You know, nerds. Nerds are hierarchical, just like any other subclass of. You will accept me for my extreme love of Harry Potter. You can kiss my dick. Don't. That's how I feel. Yeah, you you can kiss my scrotum. Fuck your acceptance. Um. Anyway, I digress. Wow. (laughs) Shit. Uh. Yeah. So. She's in the phone booth. A guy, a homeless man, is banging her. Talking about get out of my house. Get out of my house. And she he kicks had his, his shit out of there. In there. He had his shaving kit. He had, he had, he had, had laid out. Where the fuck did he sleep standing up though? Is this dude a fucking vampire? I mean, it's possible to sleep standing up, but that cannot be comfortable. No, he's homeless. What? I mean, but like, even for a homeless person, like you gotta lay down at some point. Oh, well, he sits down in the phone booth. Where? Ain't no fucking room. Where he go fold up like he a crunch, chair? Yes, he crunches up. That's I'm gonna so hurt, sure. though. That's like Look, punishment. It's nice that he found someplace nice and warm on the inside. But he was already in the bus station. Well, that's even better. I could, I could see if he was like stuck on the street and that was the only cover he had. Like, it just seemed Are really, we really weird. really arguing about the home No, it's not really an argument. I'm just like, it just seemed <laughs> odd. You know, anyway. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So, Brenda is. Stuck in the, at bus, the bus station. station. And she gonna be there for a while, y'all. Because now we have to have our adventure. Right? And so, they load all into this, into the, uh, the, the Vista Cruiser. Literally can cruise you the can Vista. cruise the Vistas. That's a 70s show reference. <laughs> That's right. Red fucking Foreman. Alright, I guarantee you, this babysitter will not be having no type of adventure if Red Foreman was around. Shit. Shit. <laughs> not on his Shit. watch. Dumbass. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, so they're headed into the city to go rescue poor Brenda, who does not have a baby, nor a lick of fucking sense. And apparently, neither does Elizabeth Shoes character. Her name is Chris. Her name is Chris, but I can't be bothered to remember that. So she gonna be Elizabeth Shue because that's all I can oh, remember. Oh, I just remember it because we just watched it. So yeah, that's the I reason. like I really don't like I'm really forgetful about people's names. Yeah, okay. And especially, uh, characters in a movie. Okay. Yeah. So, tire blows. Now, it's funny because I'm about to roast her for this, but this thing happened to me on that same expressway. So how you gonna roast her? Then? Because I wasn't the one driving. Happens. I wasn't the one driving, okay? So, the tire blows. No spare. The spare was on the car already. Yep. Things you should know before you get on the highway with a car. Well, I Always mean, it was an emergency, so. Nah. Nah. Just say. If it's an emergency, call your parents. They are your emergency contact. I am not. 
that's true. Okay. I'm just saying. Well, I'm not. The adventure, the adventure wouldn't have begun. Then. Of course, right. But I'm so, just, you know, in general. So tire blows, they're stuck. So when it happened to me, we were riding back from Elgin. Mm-hmm. I was riding in the car with one of my best friends at the time. Mm-hmm. Tire blew. Big old boat of a car. Pull over. We get out. My, so, also, in the winter, just like it is this time. Mm-hmm. Although there was no snow on the ground in the winter, which is weird. It was snow on the ground. It wouldn't happen to us. And uh, I'm like, all right, well. He's like, oh, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble. I'm like, what do you mean we're in trouble? He goes, I'm like, what, you ain't got a fucking spare? He's like, yeah, I got a spare. I'm like, oh, well, shit, I know how to change the tire. Let's get the fuck out and do it. I thought he meant he couldn't change the tire. Right. I was about to roast the fuck out of him while I changed the tire, but you know, mm-hmm. I know how to fucking change the tire. Let's get out here and get it. He's like, no, I ain't got a jack or a fucking lug wrench. How? Fuck you got a tire for and you ain't got a jack and a lug wrench, my nigga. <laughs> I'm just saying, come on, man. It's like, you know, it's did like. You, did you leave it in the, the garage? Like how, do, like, how do you have that and not have, like, peop, I've heard people having a lug wrench and a jack. And no, no tire. spare tire, right? right? I've never heard of it the other way around, right? And maybe we'll talk about that adventure or misadventure on the main podcast. So, a tow truck pulls up. Oh, in the movie? In the movie. Oh, right, in the movie. I thought we were still talking about No, you. no, no. I said that'll, that'll be for another podcast. We'll talk about that later. So, but. so then the dude... Gets out of the car and he's like, "Hi, hey, kids!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, they are very rude to him, and they get up to like they kind of real standoffish. So he well, goes to leave. Mean? Well, I mean, yeah, he didn't go to leave. He was going to back the car up. Right. He had a hook for a hand. Right. And they were scared. They were yelling and all this other <laughs> stuff because they had just got through telling the story a- about a guy with a hook. Right. Hand. So. Yeah. So yeah. He, um, he said he would uh, give them a free tire. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they all pile up into they his truck. They pile in. He'll, he'll tow it to the thing. I'll pay for the tire. Now, along the way, by the way, the, his setup was ingenious, right? He had adaptive equipment on the gear shift and on his. Yeah, right? like, but that was really cool to see. You know what I'm saying? So with to work with his prosthesis. So he gets a call on the CB. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I was I was by your I was by your house. That car's out there again. Mm-hmm. And this now the tow truck driver has been real chill this Creeping whole time. Creeping in the next room. He been real jolly. Right, he was so nice Ooh, and friendly. Man, the personality flip. He like he like oh for real. So he floored with a whole fucking station wagon. Attached to, the back to of the it, car, just reckless it. as fuck, dragging that shit all over creation. Oh, he got a gun, y'all. He got a gun. <laughs> Reaching, <laughs> grab the gun with the hood, switch it to the left. So he offhand wielding the gun, the revolver. Yes. He pull up. You know what time it is. And there's a car out front. Okay. Cadillac. Was it? It was a Cadillac. Okay. Well, I recognize that. So uh-huh. he runs in. To the house, and he get the bus. Get the bussing. It was like yeah, yeah, two, three two, shots. Three shots. He missed. Right, miss, miss three shots. Three you hear a girl screaming. Oh, 
threw dude right out the window. Dude come tumbling out the fucking window. She talking about don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Don't Bitch. hurt him. <laughs> Bitch, you lucky I don't kill you and him. Exactly. You lucky I can't shoot with my left hand. This some bullshit. Exactly. Okay, so he fired. By the way, he fired about 12 shots in a six-shot cylinder without a reload. Yeah, I don't You know what I'm saying? But many. again, you know, movies. Right? Three, he shoot, bust four, out their window. It was four, five or six. Nah, he shot three times in there before it even happened. He shot at least five times when the dude was outside. Semantic. Okay. Because one shot went to the window. He shot at least three other times that the dude missed all of them. Okay. Shot out their front windshield. So they, they get to running. First fucking like actual smart thing they did at this point, and, and they jump into, into the cat. They jump into the caddy, and they're just hiding. They're like lock the doors, and he goes to lock the door, and the door locks automatically by itself. Because there's just some random ass black dude with micro braids in the front seat. Now he said his name, and I can't Joe Blade or something. Like Joe that. something, Joe Trip or something like that. I don't know. Joe Trip is a car thief. Yes, he's so a, he he pulls off, you know, and now with his micro braids. <laughs> Fly as fuck, right? And then go to the chop shop. <laughs> takes takes a whole bunch of just lily white people to a ongoing you know, criminal endeavor. He cool, right? He pulls into the chop shop, and you see a Rolls Royce being disassembled. That place was mighty busy, real busy, real loud. You know, I don't. I've never been to a chop shop, Mm-mm. but I really don't imagine it being that goddamn busy. Mm-mm. They there was like. There was, yeah, there was a lot of activity. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot of activity. Plus a meeting, <laughs> like Cosa thinking? Nostra type shit. Right? How was you having a meeting and all this noise was going on? I don't. Okay. And and the poor man's Lord Fishburne is there. Yes, definitely. Uh, la- the guy's last name is Canada. That's the only thing blame I remember. Canada. The actor's name. <laughs> you go blame Canada with it? Okay. So that's a sad part preference. He pulls up and all of that, right? And. The usual hijinks ensue. It's the fish out of water. The the uh, the older boy, the son, the fifteen year old with the crush on the oh, right. Uh-huh. He introduces all of them to all of the Full criminals names. there. Full names, like just this is me. This is my this is my babysitter. Just give them all the information. This they is my sister. Need. This is my best. My, friend. This is my best friend. <laughs> Dude, shut the fuck up. Right, now, now the black dude and already smacked shit out of Joe Microbraids, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's funny. Sorry. That's I'm, funny. I'm like, but he slapped shit out of him, right? Yes, he slapped he did. Shit him, right? Put the kids upstairs, right? Okay, sure. So the kids are upstairs. Mm-hmm. Joe Microbraids is standing on the stairs watching the kids, but not really. And they're just, having a meeting. And they're having a meeting. So, one of the themes of this entire movie is that Elizabeth Shue looks like the Playboy Bunny in the centerfold that month. Yeah. But not really. That lady was much better looking than Elizabeth Shue. Much, yeah. Much, Face was much, much more, more fuller. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And also, she was naked. So, anyway. Um, the friend sees the Playboy, takes it because it's he lost Playboy. his father's Playboy. And it's a Playboy. And it's, right, also it's a Playboy. But remember, he had lost his father's Playboy in the, in the chase. Right. Oh, yeah, same before, issue. Right, right. So he was looking to replace it. So he takes the Playboy. Smart move. Mm-hmm. Well, but not really. Yeah, it turns out to be a terrible move. But, okay. So they're like, oh, man, we're fucked. This, that, and other. Well, they don't say we're fucked. 
Although there's a lot of fucks in this for a PG-13 movie. I counted at least three. At least three fucks and then, you know, a couple other, you know, shits. bad word shits. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, PG-13, you normally get one fuck. I think that's the rule now. I don't know. I think that's how it goes. Anyway. They escape through a vent that just happens to be loose. Yeah. And Walk air. across the beam. Go out the window. And they walk across the beam. And first of all, I'm not walking across anybody's beam. Okay. That's it's, first it's point. not happened. Yeah. Um, the fact that all of them made it over there with no real incident except for the Playboy almost falling. Mm-hmm. The odds are just not in your favor. Okay, that's not really gonna happen. No one sneezed. Nothing. No one had to fart. Nothing. Nothing. Silent as so a church mouse pissing away. on cotton. Right. Except that the the head of the ongoing criminal enterprise. We'll call him mobster number one. Yeah. Tells uh the low brow the low Lawrence rent, Fishburne, uh, Lawrence Fishburne mm-hmm. to go get the Playboy. The Playboy has information. Has the on it. has the list of the cars that they wanna, you know, the orders that are being happening. You know, they're they're basically chopping cars up, sending them off to different parts of the United States. He goes up there to get it. He can't find it. There's no kids there First either. First of all. The fact that he was looking for the Playboy and didn't notice that the kids was there at first. Like, why? How did the room is small? Like, as you soon as soon as there. soon as you go up there and you don't see the kids, you're like, where the fuck those kids go? That's, exactly. That's what I'm you just say. saying. But nope, nope. Let me shuffle around in silence. All right, looking for the Playboys first. Then I come back out, walk all the way down the stairs, right, and right. <coughs> sneeze into the mic. Sorry about that. Um, walk all the way down the stairs and whisper to mobster number one. Mm. Um, it's not there. The kids have it. I think the kids have it. He said, well, get it from the kids. The kid's not there either. The kid's not there either. Now. (laughs) The fuck? What we have here is a failure to communicate effectively. Uh, yeah. Because all of that extra time he spent allowed them to get the fuck away. Or so they thought. Right. Well, I mean, at least gave them... They go running out. Get him. He goes, Joe, you know, Mike Rose, get the car. Mm-hmm. You know, you want me to run him down? We need that list. If right. we, they find that list, it's 20 years for all of us. First of all. If you ran them down, more than like you would run the little girl down. And the list would be destroyed anyway because it was in the backpack on her back. So it'd still be fucked up. Just, and then you killed three kids. I'm just. I mean, yeah, you're one, gonna get two, more than four kids. Years. Yeah, you're because I mean, more. technically Elizabeth Shue was a kid too. So actually, yeah, yeah. And then know, they so. they will have to kill Joe Micros too because he brought him there. And he will probably he'll probably snitch. Yeah, yeah. Because he got too much heart because he didn't kill him right away. So like all of that. Oh. Yeah, gonna be a lot of people dying. So they're running. And they're running, running, running. Running, running. And running, 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 running. Um. Also, let's talk about how there's always a station wagon in these movies. And there's always a blues song at the beginning. Oh, yes. The blues was kicking it in this movie. Mm-hmm. There was at least five blues songs. Okay. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was at least. So yeah. there was the blues song at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. There was the blues song when they first met Joe uh, Micros. Mm-hmm. 
right? As they're walking across the uh, thing, the don't look down trope. Yes. Right? Don't oh, yeah, look there down. Was, yeah, there was, a, there was a blue song playing then. Blue song playing Jesus, there. Jesus Christ. And a nice shot of the Chuck Taylors that old boy had on his feet, the Converse. Yeah. There was, you don't know, that was, that's what people used to wear before Jordans came out. Yeah, Chuck Taylors. <laughs> Chuck Taylors. Okay. And then they're chased into a blues bar. The blues again. <laughs> right? Uh, look at these people's face. A face. sea of black people. A sea. And I'm not talking about like loving hip hop New York black. No, we're talking about 80s, I'm talking about 1980s Jerry curls. Jerry curls. Fancy dressed black when, people out on the night for on the night. When out. when extras were just normal people. Yeah, they just look like like your aunties L- and like regular people. Yep. Whoever's right. That's what they look like. They were just out smoking. Right, drinking, smoking, drinking, having a good time. Having a good time. And then this thing, you know, he got this white girl and these kids. And I mean, the the like I cannot explain to you how pale these white people are. They are shockingly Caucasian, especially in that setting. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because yeah. these people are like they like they blues bar black. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If y'all, if y'all Cheating ever in the next room. like juke joint black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. black, black. Like yeah, ebony. I got it. Right. And so, what does the blues singer say? Can't leave the stage without singing a guitar. Sing. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tom and Jerry. That's Tom and Jerry. Can't perform without a guitar string. That's Uncle Pecos. Oh, yeah. That's a whole Mar- different thing. Wow. <laughs> Marijuana is awesome. <laughs> he said you can't leave the stage without singing the blues. You song. gotta sing the blues now. Man, let me tell you something. Whew, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm not singing shit. You gonna let me off this stage, or I'm gonna piss a bitch right mm-hmm. here. Okay. And I'm white as fuck. And she white as fuck. You trying to hold this white lady hostage? And we underage as fuck. Exactly. Right. We all underage. Come Everybody on, going man. to jail. And why you want to hear this white lady sing anyway? <laughs> why did? Why was they so excited to listen to this white lady sing? It was terrible. Oh god. It was horrible. I felt so embarrassed. It is. It is I the worst. Felt, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like. It's like. It's like. Okay. I don't know which part was worse. You ever you okay? Anyone who's ever worked in corporate America who had the white guy who was like way too into rap, mm-hmm. and he decided that he wanted to rap to you, mm. and he, he wanted was to spit, oh, spit a quick oh, and he was he was like he wanted to hit you with his hot fire sixteen bars, and they were the hottest garbage in existence, just Mm-mm-mm. like just just terrible, like OG Loke dog terrible from. <sighs> San Andreas. You don't want to see me with a gun in your face. Right? Like, it was, oh. Mm-hmm. It was, it was so, it was just cringeworthy. But they, like, they, they, they Oh, boy, them, them black people, they was getting paid to enjoy that For whiteness. For real. Oh. I was like, we're so, we love you. Sing the just, blues, girl. Oh, sing the blues. Don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> just. <laughs> it's the white suburban blues. So they get their song over with. Right, and they get to moving out. And then they see, you know, they say the same thing to the gangster and Lawrence over there. Right, and so they got to stay. And they got to sing a song. Right. And it seemed like they were lo- gone right. long enough in the movie to have actually sang a song. Yeah, so. They didn't catch up in, to them in the for meantime, a five but, minutes. But in the meantime, we have a callback to the beginning of the movie. 
because they are going past. No, wait, that happens later, right? I don't know what you're talking about. They're they're going they're they're walking down the street and they see the uh, the uh, what you call it. I don't know what he's talking about. The French restaurant. No. What That's they when they finally they... get the car. No, that was after. No. That's after they got the car? Yeah. Okay, so they, they leave out. So wait, where did they go after the blues bar? After the blues... Pause. Go. Alright, so we're back. Um, Had to get that correct in because I got a little confused. So, <laughs> after they escape the blues bar... They're kind of like walking in like this desolate area, area, and Brad, that's the best friend, is talking to a hooker. Yes. And she said, "You want a date tonight?" Right. And he he thinks you know he don't realize what it is. I think he does realize. He said, uh, "You know what she'll do for twenty dollars?" He knew. <laughs> oh yeah, he knew. Word. Well, <laughs> yo, Brad, I'm, I'm like, Brad I'm didn't like, have no money though, so he right. But get but that. Brad Brad was trying to get it however he could get it. Right, uh, Brad. Brad was yo. Hey, fair change ain't no robbery. You know, whatever. I mean, whatever, whatever. Yo, he fifteen. What do we care? That's true. She he did say some, she was seventeen. So and he just wants some pussy. So yeah. Anyway, so at some point they're moving along, and they get chased again. Mm-hmm. And they run up onto the L platform. They hop the turnstiles. Yeah. Get on the train. The it was door so shut. So beautiful scene. Chicago, old school Chicago again. Mm-hmm. The way that L used to look. I just felt nostalgic about it. I was just like, oh, I remember L trains and mm-hmm. turnstiles and, and the smell of piss and all yeah. of that. Yeah. It's the little things, you guys. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. little things. And there are some stations that still look similar to that, like uh, with that paint yeah. job or whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, like even though they re they updated them, they kept kind of the same the old look yeah. a little bit. Um, on the Ravenswood and sometimes on the uh, the Green Line on the South Side. Anyway, um, they hop on the L, and they're by themselves. They've evaded Joy Micro's Mops Number One and Low Rent Lawrence Fishburne. Right. Our erstwhile crew of ragtag misfits are safe. So they think. And then the fucking beat it video breaks out. <laughs> These low bid budget extras from the beat it video <laughs> come in from two different sides. You know of the um like we played a clip. The clip is from this scene. Yeah, this is the scene that I remember, right? So basically, they're talking shit. Elizabeth Shue gets up, says, "Look, you guys are gonna do it. Could you just please wait until we get?" She's so polite. Off, right? She's like, she's, she's very so polite. polite. <laughs> and he goes, "Shut up, bitch!" <laughs> and she shuts up because he got a knife. How dare he call me a bitch? And uh, what's the kid's name again? Who's in love with her? I don't know. Whatever. The kid who's in love with her says for don't Darryl? you call her a bitch? Whatever. I don't care what his name is. I, I don't. I stop caring like immediately. Anyway, he steps forward. Mm-hmm. Don't you call her a bitch? Blah blah blah. He talking tough, and then do well. Y'all heard it. Tough then, little boy. Yeah, he went. Yeah, tough little boy. An old boy stabbed him in his fucking toe, basically. Yeah. Don't fuck with the lords of hell. And Elizabeth Shue has had enough at this point, so she pulls the fucking blade out of his toe. Don't fuck with the babysitter. 
And, and both of these gangs, all of them equipped with knives, ready to kill each other. Are suddenly scared. They are white shooketh. Girl. They are shooketh by this by this suburban you know, rage. Backing up with the hands up. Ooh, boy. Is she scaring y'all? Y'all was just ready to mm. kill each other and them too. So they the get a, they get off at the stop. University. What hospital. are we gonna do? University station, right? So they take him into the University of Chicago Hospital, into the emergency room, where he is disappointed to find out that he only has one stitch. Now, also at the hospital are the tow truck driver, Mister Pruitt. Yep. And the victim of his really bad gunshot. The the cheater. The cheater. The not his wife, but the guy that she was cheating with. Right, same thing. Cheater. Right. So there's a little mix up. Elizabeth Shue thinks that boy the in love with her dies. Yeah. Told them that he had died. Right, because so the was, was right, but it turns out he was alive. She fainted. She comes to everything's good now. They're leaving. And they end up at a frat party, right? Yeah. Walking down the street, frat party, random frat party. Which and is this happens, you know? Yeah. Well, they're they're at the University of Chicago Hospital, mm-hmm. so they're walking down the street away from the hospital, mm-hmm. and they run into a frat house there. Toga, There's a party going toga. on. Again, blues being sung. Yes, but this time it was by, by a white man. A white man, yeah. But unlike the one that they sung, this one was actually listenable. Sort of. It was um. It wasn't yeah. good, but it was. It and was, it was like, a little it bit was more serviceable. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like they were doing their own thing with it. I, I, I wasn't mad at that part. Okay. It's like when Bruce Willis does the blues. Oh, That's what it was like. Bullshit. Nah. Bruce, yeah. Bruce. It's, uh, and, it's just like that. Okay. All right. So they go to the frat party, and she meets this guy there. With the dreamy eyes. He and, had these light, you blue, know, light blue eyes. They were like... No, sparkly. no, that's not what happened. Is that what happened? That is what happened. Yep, that's what happened. She meets this guy <laughs> with the, the eyes. And um, she's kind of into him. Yeah, and filling him. And they're talking. Filling and him. Brad, the friend, gets pulled aside by this dark-haired chick. Slut. And... Uh, you know, he's trying to do what he can to get in there. And she's complaining to him about her boyfriend. About how all he cares about is the sports teams. And he sports, don't care about sports, sports. passion or what the fuck she got to say. Or and, making love. Or making love. He's like, I care deeply about all of that. Yes. And so she's like, oh, that's the nice thing you ever want to say. You want to go to bed together? <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah. And so he's sucking face, you know. That's Because my man Brad is on a mission. He go get his dick wet. That's what he's trying to do. Right. And meanwhile, Elizabeth, she was dreamy. This guy, she, he, she's giving him the whole story. And uh, they recognize her because, again, she looks like the centerfold. Miss March. Miss March. And he's like, no, of course she's not. And she's so thankful that he doesn't think that she's a centerfold that that's how they kind of strike up their conversation. And, of course, he's easy on her eyes. Yeah. So he takes up a collection. He gets like $45 together for her, right? And gives it to uh, Brad, the chick he's making out with, turns out her boyfriend's a meathead, one of his friends. And, of course, he goes to fuck Brad up because, you know. Because that's like, my girl. That's my girl. She's like, it's over with for you. I like him better. He still go fuck him up because, you know, man law, I guess. Anyway, dreamboat I do helps out. They all skedaddle. 
they jump into his Jeep. And then they, they're off to the... Uh, finally. Finally to get the car. Yes. Right. And here is where the star of this movie... The star? The little girl. The little oh. girl's the star. You think so? Okay. At least to my young self. Okay. Right. Because when right. you were a kid, that's when you watched it. So, yeah. So, they make it to the garage where the tow truck driver dropped off their uh, car. And he fixed the... He told... Now, the tow truck driver, when they met him in the hospital... Said he paid for the window. You just have to give him the money, money for, for the tire. tire. 50 bucks, right? 50 bucks in 1980s money is like $2,000 now. Probably not, but you know. It was a lot of money back then. 50 bucks is a lot of money. 50 bucks, especially if you was a fucking teenager. A lot of money. I mean, so, yeah, it's not an insignificant amount, but as a teenager in the nineteen in the mid-1980s. Where am I getting this What the fuck am I getting from? 50 bucks, right? Fuck, fuck out of here with that. Okay, so they go into the... Um, the repair shop mm-hmm. and they're calling calling and this dude is standing on the lift just standing on the lift and he comes down very slowly very slowly it's this whole reveal smoking all of that Where and he's this really from? muscular white dude with long blonde hair he looks like thor who looks like thor and of course the little girl fangirls out fangirls out Drops to her knee, my liege. Right <laughs> that now, funny as shit. Now, for those of you who watch Law and Order: Special Victims Unit, Thor is Vincent D'Onofrio. Can you believe it? Right, and for those of you who don't watch that, Thor is played by the same guy who played Private Pile in Full Metal Jacket. Private Pile, the fat dude who blew his brains out and shot. The drill sergeant in the beginning of Full Metal Jacket. Great movie. Great movie, right. That Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio's in every goddamn thing. Right? He's in everything. Blockbuster, small part, doesn't matter. Yeah. He he always looks different. He always looks different. He always... Like, he has a very distinctive face, but he's a fucking chameleon. He's like Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Right? Like, he's a chameleon, but he always kind of looks the same. It's really weird. It's very strange. So, she's like, well, I only have 45 You're like, well, I need $5 to give you the tire. I need money. He would not let that $5 go. Right. And, like, the girl it's is crestfallen. Like, Jesus Christ. And she's like, but you're a hero. He's like, look, I need money. I look out for myself. And so, she goes, bastard. so she's so upset. And she goes, oh, I know why you're acting that way. You don't have your helmet. And so, she gives him her little helmet. And Thor is so, you know. He caught feelings, y'all. He caught His heart all the feelings. Two sizes that day. Right. He grinched the fuck out on her. She she caught him. She caught him with the white girl, the white little girl magic. Yeah. That's and exactly he, what he that let, was. He let that $5 go and he gave it back Cheap to him. And now they're off to go save Brenda. Finally. Who has been having all types of misadventures at the up bus station. She big giant ass rat that she thought oh, wait. was a cat. She got, she got her glasses stolen because yes. she took them off and left them unattended. Mm-hmm. But now she can't see. She picked up a humongous rat thinking it was a cat. Mm-hmm. She tried to barter for a hot dog Dude, with a fourth you? party check, I think it was. A fourth party check. She this said, check been endorsed so much. She it, said it looked Chris like wrote, bought her mama something. And then wrote a check and, and it, then the left know, over it. Yo, Something. this 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 so check crazy. had more signatures on it than the Declaration of fucking Independence. Okay. The fact that they was carrying around check like they had a checkbook, and they were just carrying around checks like. That's but that like there weren't the credit cards weren't that big of a thing back then. 
Why That's how you pay by cash. Cash. No, everyone took checks. <laughs> everyone Apparently, took checks. the hot dog vendor didn't take checks. Well, he's a hot dog vendor on the street. <laughs> he was like, no. He threw that shit in the garbage. Do you I'm remember saying, when we first moved to Wisconsin? Pizza places that delivered took checks. Remember that shit? Yeah. How weird that was. Like, what? You take a check? <laughs> what? But that's just the way it is. Like, mm-hmm. a check, you know, people took checks. Um, It's the 80s. So, yeah, but it's a, like, it's a 12-party check. So, he wasn't having it. So, they're on their way to get Brenda. And as they're driving past, they notice that Mr. Too Cool Camaro is parked outside of this, of this fancy French restaurant. That has now, a valet parking, but right. the car just happens to be Z-Z there. parked right there. Of course... The guy that, you know, the boyfriend is the kind of asshole who wouldn't spring for valet parking. Yeah. That's yeah, probably, probably why I was there. That's probably, like, what that's supposed to mean. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she was sitting there, like, they were sitting at a light, right? And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I was supposed to go there, but, you know, we got sick. He was like, well, it looks like he's there. And not with you. Brad pointed that out. Yeah, he did. So, of course, we have to go into the French restaurant. Hell yes. And she goes, watch your sister. I'm going to go confront him. But, of course, they don't watch the sister. Because who finna watch the sister when I can watch you confront When I can now? watch this shit, this is drama. That's much okay? way more interesting. Like, this is TV show girl. shit now. So, they going over there and she confronts him. And he is with... This chick that... I mean, I, mean, I don't want to be mean about it. She but. said the girl was easy. That's what she said about the girl. Right. I mean... But easy to her, right? Because, according to him, that her knees were... Her legs were locked at the knees. So, it was it was a case of she wasn't giving no pussy. And he like, if I'm going to be spending this kind of money, I'm going to need some pussy in return. Right? Very transactional with I didn't with catch it. that. I thought he was talking about, oh boy, but... No, remember remember when... Uh, I did hear him say that, but I didn't know he was saying it to her. No, he was saying it to oh boy, but he was saying it about her. He was saying it about Elizabeth Shue's wow. character. Wow. Right? He said her that. legs are locked at the knees, meaning she ain't giving up no pussy. Look at that. Right? So, like, if you ain't giving up no pussy... Right, and you want me to take you to this expensive restaurant? Restaurant. Well, maybe afterwards he would have got himself. Yeah, but I mean, like, remember he's an older dude. He ain't playing for no afterwards shit or some maybe shit. He wants some pussy. Well, he took old girl to the restaurant. <laughs> she was easy. Remember, he was gonna get some pussy from her. Oh, that was guaranteed. Right. That's okay. like that's like you. Yeah, you don't. All right. You know okay, what I'm saying? You know, like, I mean, right. like if it's true love, you take whoever you go take wherever you go take them. Because that's love. But you know he's an saying? asshole. And that was right, but he ain't about evident. love. He, he there for the pussy. So he's like, yo, I'll take you this place. We'll be nice. But I'm going to need some pussy in return. Very transactional arrangement. Okay, moving on. Anyway, so she comes out there. There's this. There's the whole dramatic scene. The girl steals an eclair, rolls out. Because the they passed the toy Sarah. store. They passed yeah. the toy store. She wants to go see the toys. That little girl ate too many sweets. Everyone did, man. The 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 uh the brother had a fucking addiction to Nestle crunches. No, that little girl had an addiction to Nestle crunches. Like they, they like they yo, that shit that was product placement like a motherfucker. It was of Nestle course. crunches all throughout this whole fucking movie. Alright? The shittiest of all candy bars. Mm, no. But what's, okay. What's the shittiest candy bar to you? We're, we can have this discussion at a later date. Okay. Back to the movie. So, she confronts uh, the a-hole. Mm-hmm. He says something really rude about her keeping her knees locked. And, and her of being course, a little girl. And her being a little girl. 
And of course, Mr. In Love with Her capes up for her yet again. But then puts himself nothing. in danger again. And he's like, take your shot. And he's like, I'm not gonna hurt I'm not gonna slime myself with you. He ain't gonna do shit because he knows he'll get his ass whooped. <laughs> but his friend Brad Brad didn't Brad didn't talk to a hooker. Okay? He didn't got some he didn't got a little tongue from old girl who's gonna give him some strange. Brad is feeling himself. He's like, Well, I will kick him straight in his ass. Straight in the ass, like front kick, like uh, old boy from uh, 300. He gave him the This Is Sparta kick. Right. Straight to his back. Kicked them all over the fucking table. They peel out. And the little girl is missing. And no one where, knows where she where's is. Where's little Thor? Nowhere to be found. But you know who does find her? Mobster number one. Mobster number one and low rent. Lawrence Fishburne. There you go. And now they chase her. In a car... Little girl, we're talking about a seven-year-old, on Eight. foot. They can't catch her. She runs all the way to her father's building, which is at least three blocks away. They can't catch her. The way they made it look like it was just right around the corner. That shit was at least three blocks away. She outran two grown people in a car. Yeah. Three grown people in a car. Mm-hmm. On foot. Yeah. That's bullshit. Movie's got a movie, man. Got a movie. Okay, so she runs into there, takes the elevator up, and of course, this floor isn't done. Another movie trope. Yes. Right, and also, a window is missing. Another movie trope. Yeah. Right. Like never happened. No, that's not. Never happened because this... you you know how high the winds are that tall up off the ground. Very. Howling. Howling. The winds are howling. It's like 40, 50 mile an hour winds. This is Chicago too. Mm-hmm. Okay, that wind is whipping. The hawk is out. Right? But nope, just a nice little light breeze, you know. Nothing to worry about because we got to set this up. So. She goes out the window, y'all. She goes out the window. Low rent, Lawrence Fishburne is right. chasing her. Then he the, tries to save her. Mm hmm. The I parents. Mean, he really tried to save her, and I wouldn't have. He tried to save her to the point where he went out there. Yep, to try and get her. The fuck? I'd have pulled one and let her ass fall down off the fucking building. Look, Lawrence Fishburne Jr. <laughs> Stop <laughs> caping for little white girls. This is what happens. Your ass was stuck out on a goddamn ledge. <laughs> and they, and left, they you left you there. To die. That's what happened. You died. He died. Like, in real world, he died. There's no way that you... I'm sorry. Your fat ass, okay? Go stick to the side of that Go building. Go stick to the side of the building is shaped the way it was. Slid right off that bitch. With the right shoes to... on that you had on. You mm-hmm. had on dress shoes. He had on hard bottom shoes. Come on, man. You dead. D-E-D dead. Oh. Fuck out of here. So, cause we also are... happens to be the building where the parents are having their little party. Party, That's, right? He said that already. Lots of, lots of, yeah, lots of furs everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, this is where the movie really falls down for me. Is in this act here. Which act? This part right here where the it, it felt like they it had to the do it. Up. Yeah, I know, but it's like I didn't like that part of it. Just like, eh. You want to tell us what you're saying? Well, the the whole like the way that she gets saved and yeah, um, Joey Mike Joe Mike Rose punches the mobster yeah and leaves Lauren for for Lawrence. Ugh. Lawrence Fishburne out on the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that would never happen. Because no. if he does that, he's going to die. Yeah, the, the mom's right. going to come after mom's him. Mom's going to come after him, kill his whole family. Yeah. Right, so, like, I just, it felt like, like, I mean, I can suspend disbelief. But, like, once so she... Far. Yeah, but like, once she goes out there, it's too, it's too far for me. Yeah. 
Right, it's way too far for me. And then the, it falls apart right there for me. Um, but it's an 80s movie. It's not supposed to be that serious, so I can forgive it for that. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, we reached the conclusion of that part, and now it's the wrap-up. So now it's the... It's the uh, the 80s movies always have the chase scene to make it back home. On time. Bef- before the parents, right? Mm. The most famous being the Ferris Bueller's Day Off scene, which is done... Yeah, that one, right. So that's that's uh, an example of it done in like a beautiful, excellent way. It was very... This is this is more pat. Um, they get home, they got to do the quick cleanup thing. Mm-hmm. That's always a thing. Everyone upstairs. No Sound one's like the wiser. The, the whole time. They, at some point, they picked up Brenda. Brenda's like, I don't want to go home. <laughs> Elizabeth, she slammed the door in her face so quick. (laughs) Bitch, the night you had, you should have wanted to go home and been like, thank God I am home. Okay. Anything could have happened to you. And kiss your stepmama's feet. Anything could have happened to you, but you still don't want to go home. Girl, you don't stay your ass in the suburbs. Mm -mm. Just stay your ass in the suburbs. So they beat the parents home. They beat the parents home. And Elizabeth, she was leaving the house. Mm Mm-hmm. And who pulls up but Mr. Dreamboat in his Jeep. And I'm like, yo, dude, a fucking superstar. Because this is before GPS. Right. And cell phones and all that. How the, the fuck The little girl fuck? left her skate. Lost her skate with the if lost return to such and such and such and such. So he drove all the way the fuck out to Oak Park. To return to the skate. For the chance to meet the babysitter. Yeah. And, and of course they had. what would have happened if he would have showed up like. Later that night. Blew all they cover. Blew their whole spot. Like, it was late when he <laughs> showed up already. She was leaving. Mm-hmm. So convenient that you met her up at the same time that she was leaving. Yo, all of this could have been solved by just asking for her number, though. Yeah. At the party. He had the like, chance. He could have just asked for her number. I don't understand. It's so weird. So very strange. But that was before that she would have probably told him I have a boyfriend. That was before she realized that old boy was two-timing her. Yeah. So that's probably why it happened that way. That's yeah. why it was written that way. Um, they kiss, roll credits, and that's Adventures in Babysitting. Um, it still held up for me. Yeah. It was funnier now. Well, probably because I was high at the time. So, you know. Marijuana does help. It was the, the most problematic part I had was the blues part. It just, it creeped me out. It pissed me off. I felt like, it's just, I don't know. It felt it, unnecessary. It, yeah, it wasn't necessary. It's, it's like, it's like, oh, we got to show. The white girl with some blues with in some, her. We got to, yeah, it's just. Make her seem cool or something. I, I hate, mm. I hate the use of black people as props. Yeah, yeah. It really, it really irritates me. You but know. I, I still had a good time watching the movie. Right, the movie, the movie, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I liked the movie. I still found it funny, but for way different reasons than I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's. I I, I talked about the movie during the whole entire movie. Mm-hmm. I, I I just couldn't not say anything because every time it was just like I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. Right. What the right. fuck is wrong with them? Just you know. <laughs> but it was funnier, right? Yeah. It was funnier because like you see the you see some of the goofiness of it. Definitely. Right? Right, and like it's it's kind of interesting 
like things hold up but in a different way. Yeah. You know, I appreciated the movie. I think I appreciated just kind of the I found like I I still identified most with the little girl. Hmm. Which is really funny. Interesting. It's really funny. I didn't identify with the uh, with the I boy who was head over with anyone. Well, I mean, but I mean, like, if if you're gonna identify with somebody, right? Like, I think that the secret to any movie is that you feel like you have an investment in at least one of the characters, hmm. right? Normally, one of the main characters, right? And that's kind of what um, movies like that do, right? Especially movies where it's like a group of people. So, like, say Ferris Bueller, right? You either you either feel like you're Ferris, you feel like up. you're Cameron. What, Ferris Bueller? Mm-hmm. We can do that next week. I have a feeling Ferris Bueller is going to hold up. When, uh, we'll talk about that off air. Um, I will still give it three stars. Yeah, I still I still give it three. Not three stars, sorry. Three trains. Uh, yeah, I'll still give it three. I'll give it three and a half trains still. Um, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it's not excellent. I didn't but it's find a little too better many problematic good. things except for that one scene. But other than that, it <laughs> right. wasn't that problematic. Right. It was right. It was just. It was just. It was. I wouldn't even call that problematic necessarily. It was just awkward. As yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And kind of yeah, unnecessary. Definitely. That yeah, it, it could have cut all of that. Yeah. Could have cut all of that. It was. It was. I don't think it needed a remake, and I'm sure the remake wasn't <sighs> as good as that one. Probably not nearly as successful. Right. Now it's funny, right? Because they made the remake that's titled like that. But then Jonah Hill did something that was very similar to it. Now, see, that one I thought was funny. That one was hilarious, but it wasn't called Adventures in Babysitting, but it was no, literally it was the same thing. It was basically the same thing, yeah. It was literally kind of the same thing. Only you had the, the kid. It was yeah. a male babysitter. It was a male babysitter, right. But, they were, right? but it was essentially the same movie, right? He goes to like this ostensibly black club, you know. I don't remember. Yeah, that's where he met Method Man and uh, Ogre Pusey. Oh, right. Remember Pusey and Method Man was it, there. Damn, that was the same, basically the same movie. Right? Look at that shit. They thought they were slick. Mm-hmm. But that's why I liked it, because I was like, oh, that kind of reminds me of Adventures of Babysitting. Yeah. But it, it was, that was a much more adult take on the trope. Yes. Right, much more adult take. So, remakes can be great. Would you recommend this movie if somebody was bored and high? I would, yeah. Okay. If if they like this type of movie. Okay. Right. If if you enjoyed this movie when you were younger, mm-hmm. I think that it's still a good watch that now that you're older. Yeah. Right. If you've never seen it before, then no. Uh, you probably won't like it. You're probably not going to like it. You probably won't like it. Unless, unless you have uh, affection for the type of 80s movies that this represents. Yeah. Um, but you have to have an affection or an appreciation for those type of things. Okay. So either you've seen it before and you enjoyed it and you want to give it another go round. It, it holds up if in that case. But if you're coming to it fresh, I, I don't know because it depends on your personality. Okay. But I don't, I don't think that it's, uh, I don't think it's, oh, you have to see this one. Right. Like there are other movies from this genre that I would say you would have to watch that. This is, if you want to watch it, if you like it, yeah. Lazy Sunday, nothing to do. Enjoy yourself. Right. Yep. Okay. So, so that was Adventures in Babysitting. So, um. We will probably do another one. I'm not sure when. Probably next month. Maybe in a couple of weeks. Depends on how you, well, the let's, feedback let's, we get from this right. one. Let's, 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 um, let's do this. 
go to the Facebook page, right? Let us know what you think. And give us suggestions for That's 80 Tangent movies. Train, T-A-N-G-E-N-T Train on Facebook. <laughs> C-O-N-Spiracy. That's okay. right. Yeah. Um, um. So, yeah, go there. Also. Suggest movies. Suggest movies. Or topics for our main podcast. Like and. Subscribe. Review this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, the more feedback we get, the more we know. What, what you like, you. and we can tailor the content to the things that you like to right. hear. We also have a Twitter. It's a Random Pod. Uh, or At Random Pod. Yeah, let me look it up. Go ahead, look it up. Um, also, this and all of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and, and Spotify. Spotify. So remember to always like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another motherfucking friend. About us? Pod Randomly is our Twitter. At Pod Randomly? Yes, at Pod Randomly. Is our Twitter, so you can go on there, you can contact us, you can yes. make suggestions. Um, right. Also, I um, sometimes live tweet from there. On occasion, yes. On occasion. Just yep. started doing that. Again, we're, we're trying to interact with our audience. We, we have we're trying a, to get to know you, mm-hmm. and hopefully you get to know us, and hopefully you right. get to like us. Right, so we like, we're small now, but we're growing, and it seems like we have a pretty loyal following. We appreciate you all. We really do. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you didn't, let us know that too. Yeah. Like, all feedback is welcome. Right, yeah. All feedback is welcome. Let us know how you feel. And um, hopefully we'll do this again. See you then. Yep. Bye. Bye.